0: Are you ready to dive deep into meaningful discussions, explore personal stories, and gain practical insights that can transform your approach to mental fitness? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Real Talk Mental Fitness Podcast, where open conversation and authentic connections come together to empower your mental well-being. I'm your host, Chinazom, and I'm so excited to have you here with us today.
1: So really, really excited for this mental fitness, Real Talk Mental Fitness chat. I'm joined by two amazing souls who their energy just fills me up. And I can't wait to, to learn from both of you today about Real Talk and mental fitness. I'm not going to do long introductions because people can go and check you out on social media. But where you are from the UK is here, who I I just love the way your energy you bring to everything and just yeah. raw honesty. And Felicia... As we start to talk, you're going to find out a lot about her background and her amazing story that she's going to share with us. That I think is going to enlighten us on mental fitness uh, and real talk. So, guys, happy Friday, and thank you so much for giving your time
2: to come and come and talk with me today. Happy Friday! Yeah,
3: happy Friday! <laughs> Excited <laughs> to be here.
2: Yes, indeed. Like yes, this is how I get people to say nice things about me. I hide the puppies <laughs> in like sauce, like old traps it's like yes (laughs) another
1: story so we're talking about real talk and mental fitness and Felicia I'd love to start with you if you can share a little bit about your journey of starting to bring in the yoga mat into work and how you reached how you got I kind of call it when you finally press the fuck it switch and decide that you're going to take care of your mental fitness over anything else if you could just start us off with a little bit of how you reached that point
3: yeah absolutely um it's interesting it's so funny even to talk about bringing the yoga mat into the office both figuratively and and literally but it was a journey I think to even get there um I've been working I've been started in the music industry and PR doing that for quite some years started actually when I was 20 years old and anybody's worked in a like Industry, you're you're never off the clock. You're you're always on. Um, music doesn't stop. Pop culture doesn't stop. So you don't stop, um, and you kind of have to be available all the time. But I wanted to be in it. You know, I was young, passionate, excited about it, and you know, I think life and work really the lines started to blur. I didn't after a while didn't know myself outside of my work um, mm-hmm. because they were just so intertwined and. Um, got to a point where I'd been working for probably 10 years, no vacation, um, because what's, wow. what's a vacation? Very, very American of me. Um, and I was taking care of myself. I was surviving. I was thriving. At least I thought I was. And there was no time or space for that until I hit a point where... I remember sitting in a meeting and I couldn't even think of an idea and I'm, I'm an ideas girl. I'm like, you know, we can do this or that. And I, I had nothing. Um, and then I was like, do I even like this anymore? What am I doing? What do I want to do next? And I just couldn't, I, there was a time I couldn't get out of bed and I'd never experienced that before. I just wasn't a person who um, could not find the energy to take care of what I needed to take care of. And so when, you know, the passion began to feel like a burden, I felt, I felt lost in that, you know, I'm doing something that people dream about. I dreamed about it, felt like a gift. I felt like the luckiest girl in the world, but then I also felt like one of the most lost girls in the world. And so, um, I remember one day it was probably one of the lowest points and I had a girlfriend call me and I remember sending her to voicemail. It's just like, I I don't even have the energy to have a conversation. She's probably going to share something joyful and I've got no joy in me. Um, you know, I think we've all been there before. You can't even leave room for joy. And she call, and I ended up calling her back and she's like, hey, you ever thought about taking a month off and leaving the country? And, you know, I'm a black girl who grew up in subsidized housing in, in you know, the States. Like doing that just did not seem plausible um but I I remember looking online and she was telling me about Bali and it was at a time where Bali wasn't the number one hotspot on Instagram quite yet so I wasn't as familiar with the place but um I don't know something inside of me was just like check it out I remember laying in bed looked at it I saw Airbnbs at the time for like nothing nothing like a you know $500 a month or something like that and I said you know what What if I just went Um, three weeks later, I was in a shoot in Atlanta for Vogue magazine and one of my clients. And um, after that shoot, I was on a plane the next week to Bali um, and I spent a long time there. I'd only planned to go for I guess that's what my, I, I didn't know my fuck it switch had went off quite yet until I got there. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell am I doing? Um, and I had all these plans, you know, I don't know what those plans were now, but I remember not being able to do anything. I just sat and read and journaled and prayed and meditated for about a month. And then that month became another month and became another month. And I kind of rediscovered myself away um, in a new way, discovered new Points about myself, and so that was that journey. And then eventually, I came back home here to the states. And honestly, that's when the real work began. Being away was one thing; that was that became mm. easy. It was coming back that really became the challenge. How do I merge that part of me with the reality of the culture of American culture? Um, and I think that's where the yoga mat in my office um, started to take shape. I couldn't bring Bali into my work anymore, but I could bring a yoga mat. I could bring my breath. I could bring visualization. I could bring gratitude. I could bring these things that were glimpses of that point of my life um, into this space, and it's been it's been rewarding. It's been challenging, but it's something that I definitely have to intentionally always carry that yoga mat, so to speak. Um, and sometimes I hit the switch again. You know, that's something I'm learning. I think again is it's okay to hit the switch again um and pick up the mat and, and see where where I go so yeah it's a short way into it
1: <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that and yeah I do I kind of feel like I really connect with people who've learned how to hit that switch because I feel that's where you've actually you've got to point where just you're able to take yourself out of the culture and think okay no this this isn't working for me and I do love what you said is like the hard work actually comes where you get the realization, you realize what, what's important to you, but then you still got to come back into the system. And the system has incentives put in place. It has, a, you know, if you're working in that industry, the thing like you just said, no one takes holidays. That's one thing that blows me away in America, where okay. nobody takes more than a week off holiday here. And the one that gets me is people keep rolling their holiday. So you get this thing where someone's got like 70 or like, how the hell do you have 80 days? You're never going <laughs> to take that. Like what? So it's, it's <laughs> It's just crazy how, and I I loved how you then decided, you realized that when you come back into the system, that's where the hard work is. That's where you have to like, okay, I'm not going to go back to, to that thing and I'm going to find a way to start practicing. What I, this is what I call practicing mental fitness so that you can kind of, yeah, just keep 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 staying at that Zen state. Because I think listening to you is like where the passion becomes a burden. That's that's the sad thing where you're, you're doing the thing that you love but just because of the way the system's set up, where you don't take a holiday, you don't take a break, you're not you're not probably exercising or sleeping properly, and then the joy just gets sucked out of you, which is just no place for anyone to be. Uh,
3: yeah, absolutely. It's it gives meaning to that word retreat, right? We've all been on a a retreat, and a retreat is we know it's a set amount of time. It's a refresher. It's a moment you get back into the world. And Bali was a very, very, very long retreat for myself. Um, And I didn't think about entering the world again. I was like, I remember being terrified when I knew it was time for me to come home, just like, oh my God. And I took a long way home. I traveled around Europe for weeks because I was just not mentally fit yet. I didn't think I was mentally fit to come back. I thought it was going to be like a world win um Mm. but yeah you know you reach for those tools you reach for the breath you reach for the things that um you gained in retreat and you bring them into this world with intention and yeah it's nice it's 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 been a really nice way of doing life now and i'm still always figuring out new environments bring new you know challenges but again always reaching for that yoga mat
1: Mm. And I'm going to come back to the yoga, my but I definitely want to speak with me and see whether this sparked anything in you, the fuck it switch or <laughs> to, to go through your own journey.
2: Yeah, like basically, we're like listening to your like fascinating journey. It's like one of those things where we, as people, as individuals, we don't sometimes realize what toxic environments we sometimes live in until we're actually removed from it. So, when we take that step out of what our sort of day to day, our sort of reality is at that present time, it's one of those things where you're like, uh, oh, wait, I was doing X, Y, and Z. Why would I deliberately like drink poison on a day to day basis and not like, and you don't realize you're doing it? I think people in 2020 had a big wake up call. But because they can sort of have that sort of liberties to do uh, other things they really wanted to do, it was like there was a new type of thing, confining moment in there. And like going to Bali and like, yes, getting all of that detox, like detoxing you from what you were doing, for like like only working in the music industry for one or two years, obviously. And it's like, like, but. Coming back into that, being aware. Like, uh, there's a there's a saying about a frog in a pan. Like, oh, if you yeah. put a frog in a pan of water uh, like, and it's boiling hot, it'll jump out. If you just bring the temperature up bit by bit, it'll boil to death. I think with regards to you, you mm-hmm. were that frog which was removed from that pan, your environment. then when you were placed, like, when you came back, you were aware there is a pan. Mm-hmm. I am like, I, am, I don't, I do not want to be that frog in the pan. Mm. What can I do to, like, you know what I mean? Fight against this. And, like, this is the thing like, you took, like, for yourself, it was barley. But, like, for me, it's like exercise. And if I go, like, mm. exercise to sort of, like, okay, snap me out of my mindset, it's one of those things where I think everyone needs to have some type of physical physical and mental stress just to help build up that resilience if you don't do that that's where people often fall down because you're like okay you go off and do that hard thing if you like you've if you're thrown into it immediately you will not succeed if you like set in place where okay I know I've got to do this exercise. Like, I know I've got to do this mental challenge. Bit by bit, you get stronger. Bit by bit, you get better. And you have that resilience. And hopefully, the, like, foresight to see when, like, that pan might be coming because, you know what? No matter where you are, it's always waiting for you. And it's just waiting for you to slip. Like, just, you blink, you're like, oh, damn, I'm in the pan. And, like, the whole thing is just like that poor frog sometimes you don't realize you've fallen back into it until Mm. you actually have something to shake you out of it you know Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love the yeah first I'm going to start with the pandemic I think the pandemic was kind of an enforced barley for all of us and then now we're all kind of we're all aware but what you just said is so true and that there's pans everywhere that you don't even realize and the moment the moment you kind of slip off your mental fitness, everything, before you know it, you're drinking the poison every day. You don't even realize, oh dear, I'm back in it. I'd love to ask a question though. How did you realize that exercise was the thing for you that helps?
2: With, like for myself, it was one of those things where, okay, I was active when I was in school and it was like, yeah, it's one of those things where you don't take, you don't know it until you kind of like lose it. Then, like, in my sort of early 30s, I was like, okay, like, was like, okay, wait a second, maybe I've got a little bit more, hmm, how can I say, a little bit more on the trunk, but not in, like, <laughs> not in the good way, uh, like, you know what I mean? So it was like, oh, okay, nah, no, I'll go to the gym, and it wasn't like, oh, yes, as soon as I went to the gym, that was, that, that was my epiphanal moment, it was a case of yeah, like first month, hated it second month, hated it
3: Mm.
2: half a year, hated it like it's, you know, it it took a good year and a half to like three years before I was like, oh yeah right, this is what my sort of natural state of mind needs because when I sort of fell off the gym and it was like "Mm," I was like, right, there it was like I was quite aware that certain things didn't operate the way it operated, why I had that sort of gym discipline. Because it's like, okay, for me, going to the gym, I have to get up early in the morning. I've got to make sure I've got all my stuff together, do the gym session, then go to work, and then basically go through my working day, come back, you know what I mean? Kick back, relax, what I do, and then do it again the next day. And it's just that, like, self-imposed, not routine, but discipline. I think what stops people, like, well, stop me straying too wildly, you know? Mm. Mm. That's a great point, actually.
1: And I love how you said it wasn't just an epiphany. So I'm gonna gonna use my wife as an example. I've been married for seven years and trying to get her to exercise for the last seven years. And every time we try, starts, stops. Then all of a sudden, now we've just had our second child and she's now starting a new business.
3: Mm.
1: And our neighbor just got her into like, oh, come and try a CrossFit class. And she went to go and do it, she loved it. I bought her boxing gloves three years ago and then we finally went to the boxing class. And now that she's starting a new business, there's loads of like, loads of stuff just happening. And just watching her when we went to the boxing class, hitting the punch bag, I just released it so much. And now she's like, she now realizes why she needs to exercise. Cause I was yeah. like, just, you can't have all that stress inside your body. It's got to go somewhere else and CrossFit. And yeah, it's just taking so long. So I think it's, it's listening to you just making me realize that no, don't give up on the person. And it will take some time before the person actually realizes, oh, this is this is actually a good thing for me. This this is something I need for my mental fitness. Um, I love
3: that example too, because it's. I think that's in the mental fitness, it's a great example of finding the thing that works for you. You know, it's like, for some, it's the gym, for others, it's yoga. There's so many things out there that just get you to the same place. And you do have to sort of find the discipline in it and then find what, what works for you. Like what routine in the gym works for you? What kind of fitness class works for you? A lot of people, I think, try one thing and they're just like, this, it's not for me, um, you know being mental fit or it's too hard or whatever it is but it's like when you learn well maybe there's another option that you might like best because the end result is all worthwhile Mm -hmm. um, as long as you can find your pathway there
1: I I love that point you meant because something not everything that works for one person will work for the other and also I find as you're going through your journey you can't just keep st- sticking to the same thing. And I say this because like, when I when I wasn't going to have kids, like exercise was my only thing. And then when I had kids, I kind of realized, oh, okay, we might have to start walking now. Or we might have to start doing something different. So you have to keep chopping and changing because you can't just stick with the same thing. And think, okay, I found it. That's it.
0: And that brings us to the end of another insightful episode of Real Talk. We hope you've enjoyed today's discussion and have gained valuable insights into enhancing your mental well-being productivity now before we wrap things up we have an exciting opportunity for you are you curious about your mental fitness score want to know how you can improve your overall well-being and boost your productivity well we have just the thing for you head over to our show notes where you will find a link to our exclusive mental fitness quiz It's a quick and easy assessment that will provide you with a personalized score and actionable steps to enhance your general well-being and productivity. It's like having a personal coach in your pocket. And don't forget to subscribe to Real Talk on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know when we release new episodes filled with valuable discussions, expert interviews, and practical tips for leading a fulfilling life. You can also connect with me, Chinna on social media, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for daily inspirations, updates on upcoming episodes, and behind-the-scenes peeks into the Real Talk community. Remember, your mental well-being matters, and taking small steps towards improvement can make a significant difference in your life. We're here to support you on your journey. Thank you for tuning in today. Special thank you to all our listeners who have joined us on this incredible podcasting adventure. Your support means the world to us. Until next time, keep striving for a better version of yourself. Take care and stay mentally fit.